Hey guys, welcome to the Music Workflow Academy podcast. We've got Libby on today, who runs a uh, drum and bass hip class. Really excited to have her on. How's how's your face doing, Libby? You okay? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I'm like I'm not as swollen and hamster like as I was a few days ago, but um, I'm getting there. For, yeah. Um, but yeah, wisdom teeth, not fun. It's not fun. Oh God, you know, they should call it something else, like painful teeth or something like that. Yeah, I don't know who named it wisdom teeth, but they definitely need to change that. <laughs> no no wisdom to be had there. So why don't you give yourself a little introduction? Obviously, people know me, Omar, run Music Workflow Academy. We've got 105,000 students, 170 countries, help music producers and DJs. Tell us a bit about yourself. What, what, what have you been up to? Firstly, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I feel very honoured to feature on your podcast um and yeah I always feel like I don't know if you ever get this but like a little bit of imposter syndrome in that I find it mad that people are still interested in in what I do which started as me jumping around in my little room here because I hated gyms and I hated gym music and I hated all sports so but I love raving and um after some health stuff that happened, like my late 20s, I just thought I'm going to start just like training and getting stronger myself. And I found I loved it as long as I did it to drum and bass music and to like that tempo and made me feel like I was sort of in a rave. Um, did my course, uh, level three PT. And I just sort of mentioned it to a few people like, oh, do you reckon people would come if I did a uh, drum and bass like a workout class and um Ben from drum sound bass and Smith was like yeah definitely I think like I think other people will come and amazingly people have done and it's now grown to to what it is lockdown kind of helped probably the same as you I know um it helped catapult you like way further than you'd ever expected and same for me I now have people that join in with me from all over the world and I was very, very lucky to meet some of them this year at Letter Roll Festival, which was honestly so humbling. It was amazing. So, yeah, in a nutshell, I jump around to drum and bass and other people join in. Sounds great. Sounds great. You, you have a bit of a community going on. You've got a bit of a following. So what were your kind of main challenges when when building that community and how, how do you nurture that to, to today? And, and how do you kind of connect with that with that audience, would you say, kind of through music and stuff? I think I'm very lucky in that drum and bass is like a family and um, straight away like when I mentioned what I was going to do people that I, that I knew in the scene were really supportive of it and um, I I mean I don't know because I don't really know many other music scenes but people that I know that are like multi-genre said that the drum and bass scene itself is is really unique and that you feel connected to so many people and when I started my class it it felt like a family and um when lockdown ended like uh, began even it was like oh my god I'm not gonna see these people and that was it was just horrible thinking I'm not gonna have that connection so straight away I was like right I need to go online I need to try zoom um I think Patreon came into its own then and that's where I like host my classes now and I just was able to feel connected to them still and obviously it's less so much now live a lot of it's on demand because people are back to work but at the time we'd have like 
40, 50 people all joining in live. And I felt like, although I was home, isolating by myself with my little family, um, I was still with everyone and it was amazing. And we chatted about it after and chatted about it before and connected with more artists as well for mixes for the class. Yeah, it was incredible. Amazing, amazing. I remember getting invited to do uh, an a thousand person festival on Zoom over lockdown. Oh my God. <laughs> so nervous. And uh, the first hour was house and the next hour they were like, do you want to play drum and bass? And I was like, I'd already necked like two bottles of wine because I was so nervous. And I was like, okay, fine. So I had to like live stream it in like a basement somewhere. <laughs> and yeah, we did some drum and bass mixing, which they, it went down a tree. A few of my friends were, were, were part of that festival, which is quite cool. Um, so t- tell us about your experience with Let It Roll and, and doing, uh, and doing um, hit classes there and, and doing your thing there. Let It Roll is just, have you been? Yeah. It's insane. Like, I love it. It's like a world within a world. And it's the only time I feel like the whole drum and bass community gets together. And um, I've done my classes there for six years now, obviously two years so that was lockdown I've done six I think there and each time the first time we went we were in this tiny little tent and it was the only place where there was shade because it's actually really hot there everyone was asleep on the floor and I was there like there's no way these people are going to get up and do an hour of intense hit so I'm there like come on let's go let's do drum bass workout I had um cryptomedic with me as well he was like hyping people up and like within 10 minutes that everyone was on their feet the tent was full I was just blown away and then each year the stage they put us on is um has been bigger and bigger and we were on um the temple stage which was incredible again this year and it just amazes me that people can be bothered it was 36 degrees this year like no shade blistering hot they'd already been raving for a whole two days and they came and joined in so Amazing. It says a lot about the drum and bass community and obviously the quality of your classes. People must have had a lot of fun and uh, and enjoyed it. Like, so I don't know where the imposter syndrome is coming from. Like you've done the biggest drum. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like um, one of my followers came from Korea to, to let it roll and he was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Can, can I have a picture? And I'm like, what? Like, really? But yeah, okay, that's fine. But I'm still like, why? But Obviously, I'm very grateful and I love it was so nice, not only like me getting to meet them, but me being able to introduce them to each other and be like, we all do these classes together from all corners of the world, like Canada, Korea, Spain, UK. It was mental. mental. And what's so lovely is that you, you couldn't really do that like 50 years ago. There wasn't a space for, for us to you know, talk with people all around the world. There wasn't the internet, you know, and, and all of that. So it's just amazing. Like it's such a new technology that, that people haven't really tapped into yet. And we can just connect with each other. Like, like as me and you connected, like, do you know what I mean? If it wasn't for the internet and stuff, we, we wouldn't have been able to do this. I just think it's amazing. Yeah, it is. I feel super, super lucky to be able to do it. And I'm sure you feel the same. It's like, wow, I can't believe I get to do what I love and and have other people enjoy it as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's great that you get to add value to people's lives. Like, you know, it's, it's probably life changing for a lot of people. And, and sometimes it feels like you're just sitting there doing your thing, but, but that's, that can inspire others and, and um, you know, kind of motivate them to get, A, get into fitness, which is great. 
B, you know, bringing people into the drum and bass industry, which is always good for the scene. Like, uh, it's obviously a very healthy and um, positive thing that you're doing. There's not always people with good intentions in, in the music industry. So it's good that, that you're providing a positive musical experience for others to enjoy. And um, people are obviously lapping it up and loving it. So I wish you all the success with everything. And uh, I'm sure there'll be space for collaboration at some point, seeing as I mix and, what, and all that stuff. So. So, yeah, I think it has to happen. I think that's like the other thing as well that's that lockdown inspired was people who had other like connections that maybe had skills that they'd never considered before they're now like what like what can we do with this um like an example of someone who's just massively inspiring to me is Turno and what he's done um with his mindset project recently like you know that's just it's just amazing he's such a lovely lovely guy as well and to see what he's created in such a short space of time is mind-blowing really is yeah shout out shout out to Turno big ups to everyone in the drum and bass scene obviously everyone that's keeping it good uh, and positive like it's thriving at the moment which is great some some people are doing some amazing stuff um so what does like your day-to-day look like and uh, how was your experience at letter roll were you treated fairly there you know was everyone nice to you did you did you set up to a bit of raving before was it was it more of a professional one or what, what, what was what was your experience like with all of that uh, yeah i did get to do a little bit of raving um it's a funny one because the last couple of times I've been, I didn't have an awful lot of time. I just sort of went, did my class, said a really quick hello to everyone um, and then got back. But this time I went for like five days and it was proper regimented how I had to get from like one place to the other. And when they first sent me my itinerary, I was a bit like, OK, so I'm getting two hours sleep and that's it. And I, I can't function on that. So um typical day whilst I was there was uh, get up um get ready really quick go straight over do my class had normally like an hour after and then transfer back to the hotel which was like an hour from the festival and then each day I had one day I had an hour the next day I had 55 minutes to shower get changed and then get picked up and go back then did some raving saw some people um and then yeah taxi back and did it all over again I have to say the taxis with like the other artists and stuff were some of the most fun times I've ever had we sang karaoke to um Sugar Babes, Spice Girls, Kylie Minogue, Blink-182, no drum and bass at all um yeah it was it was just so much fun and then yeah, all over again the next day. So it felt like a dream. It was hard to come back. It was hard. What's what's your musical journey been like? Where you did you just kind of get into drum and bass at a young age, or did you did you start with something else and then kind of gravitated towards it? What was that? What was that like for you? Um, well, I grew up sort of quite differently. I grew up as a traveller, and my uncle was a house DJ. So from when I was like six, I was like, I want to be a DJ like my uncle. Um, and then obviously I got a bit older and what I wanted to do changed, but I've always loved music and we didn't really have a TV when I was growing up. So we, we had like music on constantly, reggae, house, um, my mum loves rock, a bit of everything. Um, but I loved trance music as <laughs> embarrassing as that is to admit. And I was just like 
I think it was because it was different to anything I'd heard before. And um, I remember going to God's Kitchen Global Gathering when I was 17 and I went on a coach out with my friends. There was no like phones. Sorry, my phone just rang then, right, right at the point. Um, yeah, like getting on this coach with all these random people and there was nine arenas at Global at the time. It was like early doors, all trance or hardcore. But there was one and it was Accelerated Culture. And I just walked in and I'd never heard drum and bass before. We're talking 2003, so this is quite a long time ago. And um, I just fell in love. Like I got picked up by someone and put on their shoulders and all my friends were just like loving it. And that was it. I was converted. I made friends with people in there that I'm like still friends with today. And I've been a convert ever since. So yeah, I've like took time out when um, when I haven't been able to, like obviously I've got a little girl. So when she was young, I didn't go out as much, but um, now I'm just so happy that it's a part of my life in terms of like a way that I can actually do it. I have to say 6 a.m. raves are not for me anymore. I can't do it. I'm a day party person now. Um, but yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Can't be a good day party in like Bristol or something. I, it's so yeah. much like tobacco docks or something like that, you know? Or print works. Um, there's like, they've got that new venue, Beams. I'm waiting for to throw some sort of drum and bass event in there. That'd be cool. Oh my god, where's that? Um, I don't even know. Let me check. It's like a sister venue for Printworks. Okay. It just opened up like last month. Beams location. <clears throat> and they got these lights on the floor. It's like more of a, a visual experience. Uh, I think it's like four thousand capacity. Uh, East London Royal Docks. So yeah, kind of around print works and all that. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty sick. I'll show you this little picture. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that at all. Just I'll have to Google it. I'll have to search it. But yeah, I around. mean, uh, yeah, it's a warehouse. Thing like print works, it's going to be good. So I'm sure. sold. Yeah, man. I, I love I love let it roll as well. Like I always catch a suntan there. I'm always in the VIP. Like it's funny, funny festival um so yeah and i'd say like you kind of seem to have like a passion with fitness and that's kind of integrated into your music um taste which which is great so those two things kind of complement each other quite a lot would you say yeah definitely i mean when you say i have a passion for fitness i always feel a bit embarrassed because i didn't at all um i didn't do pe at school i hated it never did any exercise um and like in the film Ratatouille, when the chef says anyone can cook, I feel like that's me, but with exercise, I'm like, anyone can exercise because yeah, I didn't run. I didn't do sports. I didn't do anything. Um, but now fitness is my job, my life. I work out, you know, all the time for work and for fun. Like I love the gym now. And um, I just think you need that catalyst, that thing to find how you can enjoy it, whether that's dance a team sport crossfit weights um running whatever it is there's something for everyone it's just finding what doesn't feel like a chore don't get me wrong some days obviously you're like oh i'm tired but you always feel better after always 
Sure. It's good for like keeping flexible and, and fit and healthy. Lots of lots of positive health benefits. So, um, so who are some of your favorite drum and bass artists at the moment that you like? Always hybrid minds. Always. They're like they've just been up there with my favorites since I first heard them. Um I've been listening to quite a lot of the Born on Road DJs as well, like Bish, Crossy, um, Kelvin373, and they've come and played for me at my live events in Motion. And they're just always like, they're such fun mixes. You can't be sad after you've listened to like 10 minutes of one of their mixes. They're just so good. Um, yeah, production-wise, again, like I'm quite... I quite like Liquid if I was just going to listen to an album. So Whiny, yeah, Hybrid Minds, anything that is like BC, Charlotte Hayne in that kind of collaboration and a little sound as well because she seems to be able to turn her talent to like any type of drum and bass and it just works and I love that. It's so good. Plus she's lovely as well. It's always a that's always a benefit and um so what do what does your day to day look like like how do you unwind like it, it must be it's quite difficult being an entrepreneur and being a female entrepreneur i'm sure you're going to inspire a lot of people uh on doing this podcast to, to go and chase their dreams and even if things don't work out for you straight away you've kind of turned that around into something positive and uh, you're making a living doing what you love which is the ultimate goal for anyone really and you're actually helping people which is you know the kind of goal of, of a good business so what does your day look day to day look like? Do you ever get burnt out? Do you ever get stressed out? Or uh, yeah, I mean, I think anyone would be lying if they said they didn't. But what, like, so a typical day, obviously my my week is kind of structured around when my classes are. So Monday morning, seven a.m. There's nothing like giving you a kick up the ass when you've got to go and teach live hit to people at seven in the morning whether it's dark, whether it's raining, whether it's cold. Some mornings I'm like, oh, I just like, I don't want to do it live or don't want to do it. There might not be anyone on. It doesn't matter if there's one person on that stream. Um, it's worth it. And I love it. And I always feel better afterwards. Um, it's just, yeah, that is like a day maker for me. And then I'm up and then I do the school run with my daughter. And then um, Mondays are like a mixed admin clients day so I do personal training clients as well now which is something I've started doing more recently and um, I do sports massage which is actually something I've done for 20 years now which makes me sound really old um, and then yeah just eating a lot drinking a lot of coffee usually do my own workout in the middle of the day where I train weights and then evening is kind of like social media stuff like working out what I'm going to do trying to work on getting new events which I'm always trying to look to grow more locations around the UK and Europe hopefully um Wednesdays I have my live in-person class and I get to go and instruct at either like move nightclub in Exeter or in Plymouth which the depot in Plymouth is an insane venue if you ever get a chance to go it's I love it I hadn't been there until I taught there and it's so good Speaking of artists, like trying to get new mixes and um, seeing if they want to come play for me. And yeah, I mean, I still get asked like various 
different things like do I want to do an article and I don't want to do a podcast and I'm like oh I don't know I don't know why people want to talk to me but obviously I'm glad they do I'm also working on launching my new clothing range at the moment so once I'm recovered I'll finish getting the photos done get those up for sale and um yeah I'm always thinking what could I do like what else can I do I feel like I'm not doing enough which you probably get as well like Mm, it's just hard not to beat yourself up about like I could have done this today or I should be aiming bigger or aiming higher it's the thing is right is people who do nothing they're like content with what they do in a day-to-day but people who want to do a lot of stuff you can get everything that you want done for today tomorrow the day after and at the end of it you're like I've not done enough that's that's just it's a winner's mindset like there's there's not much you can do really like it you need to learn to be content with yourself like what you're doing is amazing and um reflect on on what everyone else is up to like the people you went to school with maybe the people who you know like comparison isn't always a good thing like it's it's actually not a good thing at all really like you're in your own lane and what you're doing is amazing so as long as you're hitting your goals day to day if you do that every day for the year you're going to be in a different place each year so you know i'm sure you'll we'll see you in europe it probably probably like next year or like the year after or anything like that so you know i'm I'm giving you a platform to to show what you do and like i'm going to shout you out on my instagram and stuff when you release your clothing so yeah oh, thank you yeah i hope so i mean i think it's good it's not like when you're running your own business it's not like it's not like a video game where you oh, i've completed it now that's done it's like okay i've done this what can I do next or like how can I do that again but better and mm. I feel like that's where I'm at there's always things where I think I could have done more and I know I could have done but yeah I'm enjoying it I listened to this podcast recently and they were like if you do one small thing each day towards your long-term goals that's one like brick in a path so if you think if you just do one thing that's 365 bricks in a in a year your path's like you're past the path now it's not just a break and I don't know it's a simple analogy but it stayed with me and it's helped me a lot for sure definitely like it's all about that incremental progress as long as you're being consistent you will grow um there is no amount of money that's ever enough like you can set goals and then you hit it and then there's another goal it is it is never enough but that's life like it's, it's more like a never-ending video game obviously it does end it does end at the end so you know keep that in mind and i think like as long as you focus on your legacy and, and building something that will help future generations like with with my music workflow school music workflow academy i'm going to hand this down to my kids and, and they're going to take care of it and i'm setting up a, a nice foundation for, for them and you know even if i sell it or anything like i'm going to keep space for them so just making making the world a better place for future generations is something I think you can focus on. And as long as you're doing that, you're doing a lot more than like 99% of people. So I wouldn't worry too much, like, you know, with, with, with being hard on yourself, like there's no need for that really. Like what you're doing is great. So just keep it up, basically. Keep it up, keep keep plugging away. And uh, the, the, the results speak for themselves. Like if you're putting the hard work in, that's all you've got to do really. Put the hard work in, set your goals, hit your goals even if it's go out for a five minute walk, like, and then the next day you do a 10 minute and then, then a 15 minute, you know, you, you're going to be building, feeling good about yourself. Um, yeah, <laughs> just a little Wait, bit. 
it's funny because um I do like obviously my personal training I do my classes but I do these intense eight-week courses with people to kind of transform their their eating habits and like their attitude towards health and fitness and and things like that and it's never it's never the workout or the counting calories that make the difference it's things like getting up every morning and having your lemon water or making sure you get your steps in or making sure you've like moved your body in a way that you enjoy a few times a week making sure you're drinking your water it's the small things that you do every day it's not the one hour workout you do twice a week like yeah that's good and it's going to help but that's that's not actually the the main fundamental changes and I try and teach people how to live rather than how to count calories or how to beat themselves up if they don't go to the gym because I feel like those are the those are the messages that stay long term and help people so yeah yes I guess it's a bit different to how other PTs work but that's because I'm not from a PT background really I'm just a raver who likes to dance (laughs) pretty much well that's what I love to hear and you've 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 turned raving into a business basically like you get to you're basically getting paid to rave which is you know like it's basically what a DJ does uh and uh you know you're inspiring uh positive lifestyles so that's good that's good um so yeah what are your views on like spirituality and stuff do you do you you have any kind of a spiritual side to you or anything like that well I don't know if you see on my instagram i don't know if this counts as spiritual but i'm a very angel numbers kind of girl so i'm always 11 11 22 22 um see a white feather and i've taken those signs that i've seen and for me i've used them as encouragement like i'm on the right track i'm doing the right thing there's people looking out for me and or like something out there is looking out for me i have to say like it's not it's not like I don't have days where I question everything. And I think everyone does. Like I speak to artists all the time um, and we're like, oh, maybe I should just go back to like a nine to five or maybe I should just get another job alongside. But I feel like once you've started down this path, it's really hard to go back to that. And now I just I don't think I'd be content. So then it makes me work harder at, making more of what i built rather than going back exactly fuck the nine to five <laughs> fuck, fuck the rat race like i've i've been trying to set up a successful business since i was 14. Uh, i saw that actually that was really really um inspiring to me because my daughter's nearly 14 and she's dead set on her life goals so it was great to hear that from the age of 14 that was your goals and you've you know, achieve what you set out to do at the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure we'll meet up for a coffee at some point. I'll meet your door and then, you know, give us some advice and stuff. Like, I've, I've, I've had my, I've had the odds against me the whole time. And like, I've had a lot of people say, no, I can't DJ or you can't go play in Ibiza or this, this and that. But it's just the, the main thing is don't let anyone stop you. It's all uh, resistance. And um Sometimes even your own brain is wrong, like saying that you're not doing enough, uh, saying things like that. It's actually, it's time to prove yourself wrong and be like, you know what, I am doing enough. This is where I was last year. This is where I am this year. You know, the growth and stuff. 
I've I've got so much confidence now, and I, I'm unshakable at this point, and I'm very good at cutting things off that that don't attribute to my success. You know, there's a lot of lead balloons and stuff, so just get cut it all off. I've I've cut off a lot of things just to get to a place where I'm happy, like with what I'm doing. And I, a lot of people, if I kept them, they would have said, "No, you can't do this, you can't do that." But I, I had to cut them off, and you know, now now I'm in the Forbes list, and they're still doing the same thing. So. That's, it speaks for itself really doesn't it like yeah just uh you know list gut, gut instinct's great but sometimes even your own brain is 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 against you and then that's that's kind of what you need to work on and just you know write things down like i write a lot down i've got a whiteboard over there i, I write down my weekly goals my yearly goals and i take them off and it, it feels quite nice um definitely about that whiteboard life yeah, for sure. Everyone should have a whiteboard. For sure, I need to get another one. Mine's always full, like a whiteboard. Well, I've got like a, a small one for daily stuff, and then a big one for like long term. And yeah, I just even just writing stuff on it makes me feel more productive. You're probably the same. You're like, right, it's up there now. It's real. It's on. It's on the whiteboard. Get once you write it down, it's out of your brain. So, guys, if you're listening, you haven't got a whiteboard yet. Get one. <laughs> I got mine from Amazon. Comes with these little green thicker things and yellow and red and you can kind of prioritize things your day to day it's quite fun um yeah so so yeah like that's that's it really like just do something positive like help one person a day and, and that positivity will create ripples in, in life like you helping one person with hit will make them happy and then that might that might make them do a nice deed for someone else so i'm sure you're inspiring a lot of people like if people are coming up to you taking pictures and stuff i think that's great yeah, it was weird, but it was lovely. Yeah, I've I've had people come up and ask my autograph and stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had people recording my conversations. I've had all sorts of funny stuff, but just got to focus on the positives. Like I remember when I started, I I had one. I I never thought anyone was going to sign up, and then I had one student, and I had two students, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. And I got to like an obstacle at about 300, 400 and people were saying all sorts of stuff and it was putting me off things. But then I got 500, 600, 1000, 2000, 10,000. And uh, I spoke with my, with my life coach at the time. He worked with Richard Branson and I was like, he said, what, what do you want your goals to be for September, 2022? And I said, I want 20,000 students. My investment portfolio is 10 X stuff like that. And he wrote it all down, sent it back to me. And then a week later, everything happened so i went viral overnight i had like ten thousand new students um in september and now we're at hundred and five thousand. like it's just crazy like i just i set my goals i i work like 16 hours a day seven days a week i don't really you know all i do is i go to the gym like i go to a rave every few weeks and that's it like i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking driven as fuck but but it doesn't feel like work when you enjoy what you do uh, no, not at all. No, nothing feels. It doesn't feel like work. Like I get to connect with amazing people all day. My my student I had before this call is she's in the WWE. She wants to include DJing as part of her, um, as part of her act. And then uh, last week I connected with a, a singer. She's like verified. She's got millions of streams and stuff. So my students are all amazing and like I'm doing more podcasts now. So I have, I have you on and I've got, I just had Emma on last week. Who's a sound healer. She's I saw a, that. Yeah. That looks really good. You're sick. She's got a Ted talk coming up. And then next week I've got a very special guest announced. I can't say who it is right now, 
But um, but yeah, no. Keep an eye. Huh? I have to keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And um, yeah, just keep just keep it up. Like I think it's great. Like I I believe in equality and all that stuff. And the world we live in today is just fucked. And you know, it's good to give people a platform. Like I've always been about having my table, and I let other people sit and you know, we shared, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to keep it all for myself. Um, cause that's not how I operate. Like I just, I just believe in helping people. So I've given away millions of pounds of stuff for free, <laughs> but it, it, it all comes back to you. It all comes back to you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing to do. Like, you know, just keep at it. Like, it's just great. Um, so would you be able to do hit classes without the drum and bass? You feel like that's such a big, big complimenting thing i mean i couldn't because it's it's part of what i do and i mean i've had like various messages along the way like oh you should do you know you should do housework oh you should do this you should do that and it's like but that that isn't what i do my my friend is dmb hit the floor like i love it it's the only genre i know anything about that i'm passionate about there's the type of drama base for every mood. You're sad, but on liquid. You're angry, put on neurofunk. Like you're happy and love, but on liquid. You wanna get in the mood for a party, put on like jump up. It's just medicine for me. And um, I don't think it's something that I'll ever grow out of. I'm gonna be probably one of those like viral grandmothers that's going in to, to jump up in however many years. Um, so no I just don't think I could I even struggle to train like my clients in the gym to music that isn't drum and bass because everything I do now is just like set at that tempo and it just in my head it's stomach stomach's off so couldn't really? do it. it's kind of like yin and yang you know you've got your fitness drum and bass it's gets the gets the heart rate going so obviously works for you and then what you're doing which is fantastic and um yeah where can people find you like where can people sign up for your stuff we've got a lot of drum and bass students who absolutely love it and uh yeah i'm sure a lot of them are going to be signing up oh well, all my links are on instagram i've got my main website on there where you can do my online classes there's like a gym guide as well with a bit, a bit like of my background um and then the clothing my own like booty bands which i'll show you quickly because i've actually got one here which I'm, this is one of the things I'm most proud of actually. So it's got the drum and bass waveform. You can buy them on there. Um, all the workouts to use them are on my Patreon and uh, yeah, get involved. The more the merrier. And I just, I love hearing from, from people that have like found even just like the music helpful for them and how it's changed their lives, definitely. Yeah, and what is your Instagram? Give that a quick shout out. <laughs> It's DNB underscore hit the floor with two eyes for hit. Uh, you can find me there, and my website is dnbhitthefloor.com, and everything is on there. We'll include that in the description. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Yeah. And um, yeah, so what, what have you got in store? Any exciting plans that you want to share, like any international movement, stuff like that? Uh, well, yeah, hopefully, Czech Republic for a pop-up event. I'm not sure when that is going to be yet. I'm probably going to have to push it to early next year now until I'm completely recovered. I also have a record label collaboration that 
I can't say who it's with yet, but I'm very, very excited about that. It's been a long time coming and it's also been like the record label which has seen me through my love of drum and bass. So yeah, that is super exciting. Um, and more venues. I'm hopefully returning to Nottingham again soon. So my Northern followers can come along. Um, and yeah, all my in-person Southwest classes start again from, well, tomorrow, next month, November. So yeah, there's lots of places you can catch me and online four times a week. Amazing. And uh, yeah, so how many, how many kind of students are you at at the moment? Like people that turn up, you've got a lot of people? Uh, for the in-person or online? In-person and online. Um, online really varies from month to month because obviously I've got my paid one and then I've got some free on YouTube. So on YouTube, I've got like about 1,300 and then um, online on my paid, I've got about about 50 at the moment that join in my regular classes. Uh, and then the in-person events like can honestly be so varied, especially depending on the size of the nightclub. So the smallest I've ever had, I think, is like 10 people. And the biggest I've ever had was like 350 people. So anywhere in between. And you know what? I, I love every single one, whether there's 10 or whether there's 350. So, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you can tell that you're really passionate about it and you enjoy it. So that's good. Like you get to do what you love every day. So it's a huge touch. And um, yeah, what are your goals? Like, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see those numbers double for next year. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to reach more people. I'm trying to like work with, I'm trying to like bring someone on board that can help grow that and like spread the word because I'm not like I have no experience in marketing or growth or anything like that and I just feel like I'm probably not the best person it's the same as like I wouldn't try and rewire my house that's not where my skills are I'd get someone in to do it so um, I'm hopefully working with uh, an MC who specializes in marketing actually he's going to come on board and help me grow grow my like subscribers grow the community um, and goals are yeah more European shows, and eventually, which like has actually changed because now I'm doing more online. It's less pressing, but long term, I'm I'm going to bring on some instructors, and um, we're going to grow the brand as well. So I've got four in mind that will join me, and they're all over the world. One's in New Zealand, one's in Germany, one's in Czech. Um, so eventually the DMB hit family will be much bigger. Buzzing. Long term goals, yeah. Absolutely buzzing. Yeah, I can see all of that happening, to be honest. So, yeah, really excited for all of that. Um, who have you got? Have you got any uh, special guests for your upcoming events? Any big DJs or anything like that? Um, well, I'm actually working again with, for when I go back to Bristol, the dates need to be confirmed for that original sin. Mm. and um potentially taxman he said that he'd like to play so i just there are varying opinions on jump up but my god it's for my classes it's insane we had one where sub-zero played we ran over we did like an hour and 20 minutes because people were just absolutely going in there was girls screaming it was the most mental experience ever and 
it's just so good it was so much fun I didn't want to stop I just wanted to like keep going and keep going the guys at Motion were like come on come on we need to go home now jump up's my favorite subgenre. I've always loved it oh god it's just like that energy is there's nothing compared to it at all well, once you've seen it in the right setting you're like oh that's what it's about like I think a lot of people hate on it because they haven't seen it in like a proper warehouse or, or it's anything. like yeah you're, you're not gonna sit on your sofa have a cup of tea and listen to jump up but like that's not what it's there for it's there to get you going in the gym get you going for a night out like have the best time with your friends yes I'm a convert a few years ago I was like yeah I, I love jump up I'm not even embarrassed to admit love it no, it's the best subgenre, and I've always thought like if ever if it was popular, like it is getting more popular with like TikTok trends and stuff. I just think everyone in the world should listen to it. Like, like everything is energy at the end of the day. So, and for me, I think Jump Up is just the best energy. Like, it's so much fun and like vibrant and stuff. And then, you know, I just think if everyone loved it, it would just oh, it'd be sick. Like, I love playing a Jump Up set. It's so funny. <laughs> like you've only got to look at the recent success of headaches to see that it is becoming more popular and and it like his shows just sold out within days and like the all the videos i've seen have been crazy so he's someone i've never oh actually i saw him a lot role but I've not seen him in the uk so i'd like to definitely check him out he's a, he's a really nice guy man really nice guy we were talking about pokemon when i met him at uh, transmission festival a few years ago and I uh, saw him at Boundary Festival in Brighton. Um, like, I think it was last month. It was like Kings of the Rollers, Headex, Boo. Oh, Brighton. Yeah, yeah, Brighton. Yeah. yeah. I, I played that festival in 2018. It was like Andy C and all of them lot. And then this year it was like Boo. Boo's really nice as well. And um, yeah, I got to see Headex with all his new music, which was great. <laughs> We just accidentally stumbled upon the stage and he was on. So, yeah, man, he's got lots of dubs. So, yeah, great, great, great guy. Good to see that stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you can, there's a great scene in Bristol. You've got Czech Republic. London is, you know, once they get an event in Beams, the Headex should do an event there or something. It would just be nice. It's good in Belgium. They have that Rampage Festival. There's there's a few places where where it's it's growing and stuff. I find it on the list that's like a goal for me i went a couple of years ago and i thought it would work here definitely so anyone from tomorrowlands out there get my class involved that'd be good literally literally tomorrowland all right perfect all right so yeah is there anything else you want to go over i think we've covered everything but yeah just come and give it a try even if you think the sound of doing hit is horrendous I promise you, you'll be having way too much fun to even notice that you're doing like squat jumps and high knees and stuff like that. So yeah, come and give it a try. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Because the thing is with HIT is once you do a HIT workout, it burns fat over time. So, you know, it's just... I don't know that. Like I tell that to everyone and they're like, well, really? I'm like, yeah, you run. And the minute you stop running, that's it. Calorie burn stops. You hit and then it's still going for 24 to 48 hours. So it's and- just- just way more fun so and for anyone who doesn't know it's high intensity interval training so basically lots of abs movements i think libby you've got a good set of abs haven't you yeah i mean that's been since lockdown i have to say they've they've improved yeah I mean, I, i've always wanted abs never had them maybe one day Super freaking- bigger, 
that's where our collaboration can come in. I'll help you get abs. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. We can teach you how to DJ, maybe. We can do an exchange or something like that. Sounds good. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, I think I've covered everything. Just like drum and bass gets a bad rap for, for, for a lot of reasons. But the roots of it are good, you know, jungle culture and all of that, you know, positive, you know, equality and all of that, a safe space for people to express themselves through dance. That's kind of what Libby does, just an extension of that. So really exciting. Make sure you go and sign up for her stuff. And uh, yeah, I think we'll end the podcast there, guys. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for having me on.